Hello, hello. Welcome to Real Shit with Rachel. I am your host, Rachel Nunez. This is episode four of my podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And today I have brought back someone very special, my friend Connie. She was on my previous episode about dating in Spain. And I figured I would bring her back after um, good feedback from people. So say hello. Guys, I'm so sorry you have to hear me again, but here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, all right, today we are going to talk about self-love. And I know people are like, oh, self-love. Like, it's a good topic. It is a good topic and people, but just people kind of, people just get uncomfortable with it. People get uncomfortable with it. It's really? true. Why? I think people get uncomfortable with it. Like, oh, it's cheesy. Weren't, weren't, weren't. But I feel like those people, if they don't experience self-love, like pretty much shows like you're against people being happy and like loving themselves yeah that's strange yeah yeah no no it's weird um so anyways um what we are going to do first is kind of just talk about really what is self-love yeah like how do you define it so for me um personally it's like putting yourself before others um and showing up for yourself you know what I mean? Like showing up for yourself and putting yourself before others and knowing that with or without certain people in your life that you're going to be okay. Mm, that's good. I think that also like not just like putting yourself above other people in a selfish way or in a like oh, yeah. condescending way, but like in a way of like I need to put my like mental health and like my emotional needs above anyone else's because I think that's really important. I think that's where a lot of love in general stems from like if you don't have that love within you like how can you give that to another person like pouring from an empty cup you know yeah like you need to be so full that it's like if you mm-hmm. and, and right it's not just about relationships too it's mm-hmm. about friendships yeah. it's like i need to be you water me no yeah. i water you you water me Amen. that's what i meant to say i water you you water me 100 <clears throat> um yeah i was just having this conversation about how important that is and like I don't know how in my life, like just having friendships and just my relationships in general, like should be um, just about each other growing and -hmm. like kind of feeding off of each other and that good energy. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you what do you think? Um, What do I define as self-love? Pretty much pretty much aligned with yours about like putting yourself for others, but also like finding peace within myself to not let other people define that for me like whether you want to stay in my life or not that that shouldn't shake how much Mm -hmm. how like confident I am about myself how much I love myself and you know like those are all really important factors yeah to keep in mind and so I think for a lot of people like self-love that this whole topic kind of comes about because usually people have to go through something mm-hmm. to get to that point mm-hmm. it doesn't you don't just like out of nowhere like right. go on this journey of self-love right like unfortunately mm-hmm. sometimes bad things have to happen to you or you have to go through something but i also feel like that's where the best lessons in life are learned is yeah. like i find that the wisest people in the world that I come across, they are like for them in order in order for them to be that wise, they must have endured 
quite a bit of heartbreak, a, quite a bit of disappointment. Mm-hmm. And through that disappointment, they have turned that heartbreak into wisdom. And so, you know, like, I feel like those are the best lessons learned. What about you? How did you come about this whole journey? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we didn't we don't I know we don't want to make the whole thing episode about cheating but that's unfortunately (laughs) Uh where it stemmed from Mm -hmm. for the both of us um yeah so cheating is uh, unfortunately a common thing I think um and I think more so nowadays than it used to be with the you know the rise in social media and all these dating apps Mm -hmm. and it's just so much more accessible it's just so much more accessible to like meet people and like it's so easy to cheat on someone you you just every you just have so many options right right? and that's where you're just so exposed to like like tinder is from a like just a simple swipe you can go on a date with someone you know like it's just so easy or just yeah or just liking someone's picture on instagram it's like simple as like double tapping yeah it's like double tap oh he liked my picture she liked my picture now i'm gonna talk to them now i'm gonna send them a message like it it's just so easy it's so easy um and it's so easy to get caught up in it and like unfortunately people lose sight of their Mm -hmm. relationships and they start to get bored or whatever so for me um well my i when i got cheated on so this was four years ago no over a little bit over four years ago so i was 22 um and now I, I am 26. And uh, basically, like, I was with this guy. I lived in his house. I lived with his parents. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's just finding out right now. <laughs> um, um, I just, I actually don't really like to talk about it a lot anymore because I just don't find it really necessary. It's not something that, like, really affects me mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but, yeah, like, I lived in his house with his parents because at the time my parents moved to San Diego and I had like I was had an internship going on that was too far away and his parents were like well you guys are probably gonna get married one day so just like live in our house Wow. yeah <laughs> and and he was like okay and so I had like my own room there um, and then um, so I moved in and he got a job at a gym mm-hmm. as a personal trainer Dun dun dun. Dun, 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 boom. The plot thickens. <laughs> the plot thickens. No, he got a job as a personal trainer, and like that was like something he really wanted to do, and he was very passionate about like health, fitness, whatever. Um, so um, then, you know, with that job comes temptation. Mm. <laughs> you know, temptation, um, and I would say like. Mm, he started acting weird like the first or like the last six months of our relationship mm-hmm. um like just really weird like i would get home from work and he wouldn't be home and he only had like three friends really that he like really hung out with and that he wasn't with like any of them like oh i don't know where he is i'm like you uh, you spoke to them and you'd be like hey where is he well yeah because at this point i mean i had been with him for three years uh-huh. not only that but like we broke up for two and we were He was my first love. Uh He was my first love. We broke up for three years and then got back together for three years. Uh So so it wasn't really weird that I was calling his friends Mm -hmm. or, you know, like texting them like, hey, do you know where he's at? It was totally fine. Um, But 
I was just, he, then he would just, he was, he would message me like two hours later at like one in the morning and he would be like, oh, I thought that you were going to get off of work, um, later tonight. And I was like, okay, well like, why would that matter? He's like, oh, I was with, uh, uh, Charlie. I don't know. I'm just making up names. Like I'm with, I was with Charlie and I'm like, what? But then I would believe him because I trusted him so much and I was like, okay, fine. Like, sure. So then, like, we went on family. He went on vacation with my family, like, and there was a particular incident, and I say this because it's, like, girls and guys, because guys can get cheated on, too. Mm -hmm. Don't be naive. (laughs) Don't be stupid. Don't ignore your instincts. When you see the signs, Uh they are there, and do not ignore them. Yeah. One time, we were on our way back from vacation, and... um. I was with my, uh, we were in the car, sorry, we were in the car, where it's like a five hour drive, and we stopped to get some gas, and he was like, okay, I'm going in, uh, uh, I'm gonna go pay, or whatever. I'm in the car, and he walks away with his phone, and his Bluetooth is connected to his phone. Yeah, listen to this shit. His Bluetooth is connected to his phone, and all of a sudden, he's as he's walking away, on his phone, or like on the car, like stereo, it pops up. And it's like, um, hi, I know you're probably out last night drinking. It was a but girl? Yeah, it was a girl. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, and then it cut out. It cut out. And I was like, oh. And then he came back and I was like, hey, who was that girl's voice on your, like, on your, on your Bluetooth that showed up? And he was like, no, it must have been like another car, um, con- another car's Bluetooth like another phone connected to my car. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> we do that though. Like we, we ignore all the signs. We ignore our intuition. We ignore our gut feelings. And like deep down, we know better, but we're just like, oh, I love him. Like he wouldn't do this to me. Like, yeah. oh, it goes all out the window. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, I was like, no, 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 he loves me. Like, it's, you know, he's not doing anything, you know? And then, you know, he's then he starts acting even more weird. Like, the next weeks are following, whatever. And then um, he goes, he was in the Air Force. He was, like, part-time in the Air Force, and he went to a, on a trip to South Korea. And when he was in South Korea, he broke up with me, and he was like, I don't know what's going on, but, like, I just don't love you anymore. And I was like, um okay, you've been acting weird the past few months and like, it makes sense. Now it's making sense. Why? But I was like, but why? He's like, I don't know. Just like when I'm not around you, I don't miss you. Oh my God. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. I was like, damn, um, the honesty though, but like fair, I don't know. I just don't miss you. And I was like, okay, well, um, like obviously I'm heartbroken, you know, I'm like, but why? Like, I, for me, in my mind, I was like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Like, in my head, I was like, what's, who, what did it, I started putting myself down, you know? He comes, so then he's, like, there, and he, we break up, and then we get back together while he's there. He's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't want to let you go. I love you. I love you. I love you. I want to be with you. And then when he gets back from South Korea, he's like, okay, no, I do want to end it. And he's like, I do want to end it. And I'm like, okay. So I had to move all my things out of his house. And then I go to San Diego with my parents and I get to San Diego and like one, 
month later, I'm on social media and we had like mutual friends. Of course, this is how everyone finds out. Like, duh, like hide your shit. Like if you're going to, if you're going to be stupid and do something like that, like don't be so obvious. I I feel like they don't care. Like they could have hit it, but they're not going to put in that effort. They're just like, nah, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, no. So, so we had mutual friends. And so some girl commented on the picture of like a, a mutual friend's photo And she's like, oh, see you guys soon. And I was like, who is this chick, you know? I click on the profile. Homegirl has the same last name as me. (laughs) Yeah, has the same last name as me. And I'm like, this is weird. But then I see the name. And I'm like, wait a second. I remember. No, because I never went through his phone. Connie, I swear. No, uh, No, like while he was making Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he was making a call. And I was like, this, because I remember him having a client with the same last name like with the same last name and I remember being like oh she has the same last name as me and he's like yeah yeah and basically what happened was um I found out about it and I I I called um I called him from my friend's phone because he of course blocked me after we broke up because he didn't want me to know that he was cheating and I called him and I'm like hey (laughs) surprise motherfucker (laughs) Big smile on your face. Go on. It's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> he literally like answered the phone like so terrified. But the thing is, I didn't yell. I didn't yell. I was like, "That's the best way to go about it." Hey, um, I noticed that you have a girlfriend already. After you've been with me for years, um, so who is this person? Like, oh yeah, you just didn't love me anymore out of nowhere. And he's like. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> the voice, the the impersonation. He's like, yeah, well, she, you know, I, 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 like stuttering like that. And I was like, okay, bitch, like, tell me. <laughs> That's not really what I said. I was like, yeah, you can tell me, like, because now I know. And he was like, well, it was only a month. Like, oh, yeah, it was only a month. It was only a month and, like, nothing ever happened with us physically, And, um, she was a client from the gym and I started to have feelings for her and like Rachel, like I loved you. And so like, I just, I didn't know how to handle it or go about it. And I was like, look, I would have respected you so much more if you would have just said, of course I would have been mad if he was like, but honesty is key, man. Just fucking tell her you don't love her anymore and you want to be with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. I met a client. Like, of course I would have been upset. Like, but in the long run, mm. I would have respected you more. 100%. In the long run, I would have been like, yeah, my ex did meet someone else, but then he told me about it. And he was like, hey, I'm going to pursue this. And like, I don't see this relationship going anymore, like any further in the future. Mm. And that's not what he did. He just, and then not only does he lie again on the phone call. So I say, um, okay, good luck in life. And I said, um, you're disgusting. And look, and they said it not yelling. I was like, you're disgusting. And I was like, and I never, don't ever think about ever talking to me again. Okay? And he was like, uh, okay. <laughs> he was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, bye. And after that, oh my God, I went on this like crazy self-love trip, like running every day, like gym, journaling, reading, like I mean, this was like so intense that I was so focused and I was not thinking about anything or anyone else. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't give a shit about anything else. And in the long run of it, he, he, he was lying because then the girl reached out to me and she's like, hey, by the way, I'm the girl. And she said, I didn't know about you. Shout outs to that girl. I love when girls do that. Like, it, I have so much respect for girls to do that. That are like, hey, um, your man was cheating. I didn't know. It's like, listen, the world is out to tear women down, unfortunately. And like, I like that women look out for one another, especially when it comes to things like that. Well, look, she was older and she was like, well, can you tell me the timeline of things? <laughs> and then she goes, and we found out that it was six months that he was cheating. Oh. How did so he continued to lie. Uh, continued to lie after I confronted him, saying it was a month. It was six. Mm -hmm. So essentially, and I asked this girl, I was like, do you feel like he cheated on you? Like, uh -huh. you literally felt like you had a boyfriend for six months, and he was with me too. Like, so whatever. So, um, yeah, he continued to lie even after lying like five times. He's a pathological liar, obviously. Um, but so that was how basically my whole self love thing started. Because when that relationship ended, I realized how much my happiness depended on another mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. Because I was so brokenhearted to the point where I literally was like, I suck, I'm a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And like in the beginning, I wouldn't eat. I mean, I dropped 20, yeah. 20 pounds within, I think, three weeks. It was n literally not healthy. Mm -hmm. My family was like, we're worried. Mm -hmm. Like, something needs to change. Mm -hmm. um, so... <laughs> the glass sorry um so my family was like something needs to change like this is crazy um you're not eating and I was like yeah I know and because I just felt like I wasn't good enough I was like what did I do it's it's you know but then I kind of just like a, a, a one morning I woke up because I would like cry myself to sleep one morning I woke up and I was like what the fuck am I doing it's always that like random random ass day that so you don't even random. think about it but you're just like hey like these profound ass like i don't know this manifestation comes into your mind and you're just like things gotta change it's always so random it's like so unplanned no yeah it was it was it was so random i woke up and i was like i'm so tired of crying and feeling mm -hmm. sorry for myself and like i went on a run that day and i just I went in, I was by my parents' house and it was like near the beach and I went on a run and it's very ther ther therapeutic for me. And I just bawled my eyes out on this run and I was like, man, like I depended, my happiness was dependent on another person for three, no, almost like four, it was like four years. That's a huge chunk Yeah, of I was like, and for me, like how young I was, I mean, like I'm still young, you know, but um, I was like, wow, like I really depended on another person in my habits. And then I really had to dig deep within myself um, and, and really do a lot of soul searching. And but then like once I realized to but but this is, this is the thing is like I would say I didn't really start to love myself until like the beginning of this year. Really? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, like I loved myself. But then after that, it was like, yeah, I was taking the steps. But then I was like. I was dating like stupid guys, you know, like okay. going on guys dates with like stupid guys who didn't really give a shit about me. They knew I was going through a breakup and they knew I was vulnerable. Oh. They wanted to take they wanted to take advantage of me. And I was like going out every week and getting trashed. Like just it was just not it wasn't healthy. Mm -hmm. It was like Monday through Friday. I was healthy. And then on the weekend, it was like I didn't care. Mm 
Indulging. You know, yeah, I was like indulging. I was like, ah, it's fine. Where I'm single. I haven't been single forever. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, um, but you know, and it's like I even had to go through like a little dating thing with, here in Spain last year where I, it tested my like um, my my ability to love myself because I was dating someone who just like mm, good guy, but like he he and he is he's a good guy, but. <laughs> but honestly, is he? Sounds like a little bit of a sociopath to me, but I mean. Yeah, okay, I mean, I'm sorry. It's because I try to defend everyone because I don't want to be an asshole. I mean, that's great, but also. I don't okay. want to be an asshole. No, I'm whatever. He just needs to grow up. Okay, that's a better way to say it. Mm-hmm. He needs to mature, okay? Um, but that tested me for sure because I started getting in that, that dark place again of putting myself down, of putting, oh, am I pretty enough? Blah, 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 blah. And with this, this whole social media thing, and I don't know what it is about, like, girls here and but no but here in spain like spanish women are fucking beautiful stunning absolutely stunning you're beautiful spanish women are so fucking beautiful and it's so hard oh my god yeah that's actually a good thing to talk about i don't know but you know what's funny they like i used to really try to be like i've lived in several different countries and i always tried to um you know, adhere to their, like, cultures and, like, their fashion. I love fashion. But also, like, you know how you look at um, Spanish women as beautiful? Like, they they think the same of us. And they're just like, look at, like, she's a novelty. She's not from here. She's different than the rest of us. You know? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, they, I mean, and I also think the fact that we speak English is, like, intimidating for them, you know? They're like, yeah. oh, they can speak in English, you know? But also, like... But even like even like our fashion sense is just like so different from theirs that it's just like I don't know I love their fashion I love their fashion I'm I love it I yeah. really really do but they're also just like oh they're from you know Cali they're from you know yeah, New, New York yeah. you know? well no we, well, well yeah because not every American here is from California New That's York true. fair so when we say that they're like oh shit they're cool you know <laughs> um so that, we hope so. <laughs> no, yeah, no, so that's what I was saying is, like, that's definitely had a lot to do with, like, my problem with self-love when I first moved to Spain is that, I mean, I could see all the girls that he was following on Instagram and, like, you know, I'm dating this guy and I'm like, oh, this fucking sucks. Like, these girls are so pretty. And I've always had a problem with body image, you know, kind of has run, run in my family, mm-hmm. like, um, eating disorders have ran in my family and like I didn't have bulimia or an anorexia but I would over exercise to the point where it was like not healthy and I was tracking my meals to the point where it was not healthy mm-hmm. like thinking about every calorie I ate that day yeah so for me to go on Instagram and like see these girls he's following I was like oh fuck I'm not good enough so like I definitely had to go through it here too and I would say like the beginning of this year I really really started to value and love myself um, truly and fully and like be, but it's work every single day. It takes, it's a oh, day. Yeah. It's a journey. As you know, we say like, it's a journey that never ends, like self-love. It, it never ends. Mm-hmm. So for you, I guess, what kind of was your, I mean, I, I know I said my story, but like, I guess what was kind of your story and what happened to you and why you started this journey of self-love and why you realized like you should come before others in a non-selfish way right um oof, that's a hard pill to swallow <laughs> um i i guess it's like a running joke in my family like i date 
not the best guys for me. Mm. Like just oh, you'll give me attention. Okay, you're you're for me. Nice. But um, I was on a sprint of just dating guys that just were not aligned with what I was, you know, what I believed in. And um, it was after my last one that I realized that like, hey, um, things gotta change. Things have got to change because it was just a it was a pattern that I kept repeating of dating guys that weren't aligned with what I believed in. They didn't have the ambition I had. Um, they didn't see the world as I did. And they didn't have the passion that I did. And that was okay that we were both on different paths. But, like, I needed to be with someone that were that was on, on mine. And um, I just had a sense of really bad dating experiences. And I think it wasn't until I, I moved abroad that I was like, hey, this pattern continues to repeat itself even though I'm not back at home. Mm-hmm. it's got to be something within myself. Like, it can't be all these other people. Like, it has to be within myself. And that's when I realized, like, I have to look within myself. And, like, I can't look for love, the love that I need within other people. Like, it's not fair to ask that of someone else if I can't find it within myself. Yeah. And, um, like, we previously talked about it. It's, it takes years. Years. Yeah. Um, I am on my probably like third or fourth year running yeah i'm four years four. yeah rachel's on four yeah um of just being like of self-love um what's important to me like uh all these things that like it's it's a journey it's definitely definitely a journey and um i know rachel touched upon like cheating um a little bit and like i just want to ask you like do you think cheating is ever justified <laughs> Um, that's a good question. Um, so I think looking back about my situation with my ex, um, no, it wasn't justified what he did, but now looking back on it, I'm like, I kind of just wish he would have like, now I'm, I think I'm more understanding that like, there are just people that are for us. And this girl that he is, is still with that was his person, but like, it doesn't, but it's like, I just, just, just fucking be honest, dude. Like, just be honest. Oh, yeah. that, that, that I mean, in matter. his situation, it was not justified. In his situation, it was not justified. But I think that some people are in relationships where maybe the male or the female starts to give them less attention or they stop growing. That's the problem is in a relationship in friendships as well is when you feel like you're starting, like you're not really growing anymore, you know, and you're not really, you, you know, it's not just about receiving, but it's giving, it's about giving in mm-hmm. a relationship. And when that stops and you lose sight of that, mm-hmm. that's when the cheating happens. All right. When that profound, you know, that reason why the relationship started kind of um, diminishes, I think then you, other people, like, they start to catch your attention, you know, like, oh, he's cute, whatever. And then, and then it could happen in the workplace, and I think that's a common one. Mm-hmm. For example, my ex, he met someone, mm-hmm. a, a client, and it happens in the workplace, and then you meet someone in the workplace, oh, it starts with attraction, and then you get to know this person, you start mm, sending messages, whatever. So the thing is that, like, I mean, I have friends who are they're in relationships where they're just being treated like shit. And, I, you know, and then they've been like, oh, this guy's just giving me attention or whatever. But it's like, but then it's, just like, it's still, it's, 
no wait it's not justified actually i can't justify it i can't i feel like i'm i feel like i always try to see from other people's point of view so i'm trying to justify it right now but i don't think i can because i'm such an honest person that it's like the minute that i start feeling something for someone else i think that i would tell my partner like i don't know what's happening you know but what's your opinion as a devil's advocate yeah um an expression we say when we want to play like both sides but like okay you come from like the other side the having been cheated on side and so your um, your oh. opinion on the matter is biased. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Our experiences are our own. But like, what if you were with someone that you thought was it, and you came across someone who awakened a part of your soul that you thought was dormant mm. or wasn't even there? Okay. And so you're like, wait, okay. how do I feel about this person? Like, yeah. but I also don't want to drop the person I'm with because what if that person is meant for me? You know, so it's like I get both sides. Is it ever justified? I can only speak from my experience, but like I think the most important thing is to be honest and there is nothing I value more in a relationship than honesty. And Rachel knows that like just say it how it is and like as as a woman, I'll speak from a woman's point of view is that men always think that women are so fragile. They can't <laughs> express their feelings, but I always tell guys like that I date or whoever just tell me how it is. Tell me how you feel. Tell me for seeing other girls. I don't care. I don't care how much it will hurt me. That's a me problem. I will deal with it on my own, but I need you to be honest with me. So is it justified? It depends on each situation. You know, like yeah. I I can't speak because I've always been on the other side of being cheated on or being, you know, like the one that's been pushed aside. I don't know. Like, what do you think? I mean, I do have to say, like, <clears throat> there was a time I remember – the guy who did cheat on me, that there was a guy that I met in my workplace who was, like, giving me attention because my ex at the time, he, he, that's, that's when he, you know, he started, he stopped giving me attention, whatever, um, and just wasn't treating me very well in general, and someone started giving me attention, and, like, we were, like, we were sending messages, but then I said, I literally cut it off. Mm -hmm. I was, like, nope, not doing this. I was, like, yeah, but, like, why is that? Like, I don't know, because I was, like, I love, I was like, I love my boyfriend. And I was like, you and I, like, nothing's going to happen between you and I. And I, like, cut it off. I don't know. But, like, why, why is it so easy for us to be like, no, I love my boyfriend. Like, I need to be faithful to him. But, but like, they can't be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, you know. Okay, well, then I guess that's getting into another co- topic. That's a whole other line. Well, no, it's, well, it's not a Because now that we're talking about cheating, we're, <laughs> we weren't really planning this. But whatever, it's going in this direction. So, do 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 men cheat on women more than women cheat on men? Is so, the question. Like I have to. Okay, so if such a like touchy subject, but like um, in yeah. reference to this amazing book that truly and honestly has changed my life, um, it's called Men, Masculinity, and Love by Bell Hooks. Highly recommend it to anyone, but it has truly given me such a better insight on men and having such empathy for them and in the book she states that like why do men cheat you know why are men so unfortunately emotionally incapable of comprehending um but because, the world but because society makes them feel incapable that, but that's society the thing. makes like, them feel like they can't be emotional so men then aren't emotional because right. society makes them feel that way men can't be emotional yeah that's fucking sad like but i know men that have yeah. went through depression and like 
I don't know. Anyway. Did, did you guys know, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong with my numbers, but men suffer 30% um, at a higher rate of, um, I believe, heart disease, if I'm not mistaken, due to the fact that they cannot process their emotions. Because again, like you said, society tells them like they cannot feel it. And like women often ask like, why can't you be more emotional with me? Like, why can't you tell me how you feel? Well, this world has not made it into a place where men feel safe to express that. You know, they cannot process emotions. They cannot process their, like, how they feel. From a young age, we are teachers. And in my three-year-olds, I have heard multiple times my teachers telling them, like, don't cry. You're, like, you're a boy. Boys don't cry. And yeah, it broke my heart. Yeah. Because that is that ceiling that grows into, um, a, you know, something more that, like, men cannot process their emotions. And so when they cheat, they just can't process that, like, I don't, like, you know, they can't process, like, I don't feel this way anymore, like, uh, you know, like I should be honest with her. Like they are meant to be tough, and that like, in order to um, obtain manliness, to be like um, a part of manhood, that manliness is defined as emotionless, like yeah. not showing their emotions and like being like it's easier to give up than it is. It's easier to give up than to fail. So you know what, let me give up on this relationship then actually work through it and if it doesn't work out that's fine. So then do you think that's why men cheat? Because 100%. they don't because because they don't want to tell the woman like, "Oh, I actually have feelings for this 100%. other person." Because they don't want to admit how they feel. It's, it's it's a lot easier than to look back and reflect and be like, "How can we work on this?" Like that's so much more work than being like, "Listen, I give up." Because it's a lot easier to give up than to actually work on it. I don't know, like men just aren't equipped um at emotional, you know, turmoil than women have been allotted. And I think um, it's such a, it's a, not a very popular opinion, but I think that's a huge um, way to fix um, toxic masculinity is allowing men the, the space to feel, to cry, to feel the emotions that women were allotted and that men are still stuck. Like even something as simple as like wearing clothes. Think about it. Women are allowed to wear pants. Women are allowed to wear skirts. Women are allowed to wear ties and bow ties and all the above. But men, God forbid a man wears a skirt. Like, you know, like they yeah, are, they no, can no, only no. conform to pants and that's it. They don't have a choice in, in the manner where women do, you know, like, no. and they are severely left behind. And I think that's a huge, not to get totally off topic, no, but no, like, no, 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 you're not getting off topic. I, I think that's a huge um, way to combat toxic masculinity is by giving men the freedom to explore these emotions these feelings these these curiosities like you know yeah no i agree with you i think that if the way society treated men and like dealing with their emotions mm -hmm. if it, things changed that maybe cheating wouldn't be such a big problem and that i mean i think it is really a fact that men do cheat more than than women they don't know how emotional door they know yeah they don't know how to close the emotional door um so anyway so yeah we, we guess we i guess we touched that topic and so um so in new in when you date now or in new relationships or in friendships how does self-love affect um how you choose your friendships and your in your and your relationships or your in your dating life like how does self-love affect your your choices Oh, so much better now. Like, um, I don't even know how to delve into it. It's just... Friendships. Friendships. Also. Okay, let's start off with friendships. Um, I won't allow anyone into my space that is not aligned with um, what I value in life. 
um, ambition, motivation, women empowerment, actually human empowerment, um, just things that are like more profound, but also like, um, what's your passion in life? Like, yeah, what's like your- what's your passion? In, like, what, what, what does happiness mean to you? What does success mean to you? What does love mean to you? Um, that delves into like friendships and relationships and and um, family members and all of the above. But in romantic relationships, I th- I feel that it, it has the most impact where it's like, oh, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> not that I don't care, but like if you are not aligned with what I am aligned with, I don't care if you exit my life. Like you're doing me a favor and um, your honesty is always appreciated. But like, I just don't have the time and energy to like, dig deep into your thoughts like if you're just we're not tired. aligned with me we're no tired. we're tired y'all. me especially <laughs> i am just like I, I i know what i want and if you're not there like all right like go on your way and i'll and i'll go on with mine like i i am unapolo i am unapologetically me yeah and i just i don't give any fucks I don't give any fucks. I, I don't. I'm so like over. Well, it. it's just like yeah. You once you start getting in like your upper, you know, I mean, you're 27. Yeah. I'll be 27 in March. Um, That's what the 20s are for. Like, yeah. No, but once you start getting towards the end of your 20s, you start getting past 25. It's like, ah, what am I really? What what kind of friendships I'm am I right. investing in? You're, I think you're a lot more like conscious and more like aware of like what what. What energies, what, like, what kind of people do I want to surround myself with? Because, like, I can have 20 million friends, yeah. but, like, have artificial relationships with them. Or I can have three especially, core es- friends. Especially in Spain, especially living yes. abroad, it's very, very easy to have very surface-level right. friendships. Very easy. Because people want to go out and party and right. drink or whatever. And, like, I love doing those things. It's great. I yes. do it. <laughs> but, like, also, like, what can we give how can we make each other grow outside of this? Right. Like what we're Again, doing. Self love. Like on a Sunday, we're like on a Sunday hanging out, like talking about this on my podcast. Right. It's like, can I? But look, it doesn't have to be. And this is what I, we were talking about earlier. Is that it doesn't have to be romantic. It doesn't have to. No, no, no. I was saying that it, this person that people don't have to be spiritual, right? Necessarily, right? It's just, are you motivated in some aspect in your life? Are you passionate about something? What do you care about? Like, it's just like, it, it just person doesn't have to be spiritual, right? It's not no. like, you don't have to like fucking read about Buddha like I do or like, you know, read all these books or whatever. You don't have to like reading. If you do, that's great because we'll get along even more. <laughs> but like, if you don't like reading, it's like, okay, maybe you have other passions in life that tell you're just, them. yeah, tell me about them. Let's talk about them. Let's discuss them. And so... Yeah, for me, it's like when I date someone now, it's like if I meet a guy who's like, oh, let's go get a drink. <laughs> I love that accent. I love that impersonation. What the hell is that? That was not Super Spanish. Super American. That was Super not. Super American. I know. It was not Spanish at all. Oh, let's go get a drink. <laughs> let's go How get a drink. How many Spanish guys do you know say that? Oh, vamos a tomar algo. Vamos a. Eh, oh, vamos guapa, a. Eh. hombre. <laughs> Vamos a tomar algo el lunes si quieres. I'm like, el lunes <laughs> on Monday? What the fuck? No, I'm just kidding. It's normal. Uh, but no, it's just, yeah, when a conversation starts like that, or I was saying this the other day, oh, you're from California. Ooh. Que guay. Que guay. I mean, yeah, how cool. I'm like, I don't, oh. Like, <laughs> oh, what, what, the, what the noise? I'm like, oh, it's like, I'm tired. <laughs> 
like, oh, what? What? I'm confused. The, the noise was like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, okay, like, okay, I don't okay. want to hear this again. Because uh, we hear it all the time. <laughs> oh, you're from New York. Oh, you're Amer- Oh, you speak English. Oh, okay, guay. <laughs> like, no. No. No, because then you kind of know. You get an idea. It's like, oh, this conversation is probably yes. going to be very surface level. Yes. And they're probably just going to want to drink. And we're so, kind of at that age where we're just like, mm, I don't know about you. But, like, every time I meet someone, like, and they're just like, oh, okay, what? Oh, you're from New York. I'm just, I don't care. I won't even entertain it. I'm just like, man, whatever. Like, yeah, I'm from New York. And then I won't, I won't even get into it. Like, I'm a very easy person to get to talk to. And, like, I can, I can talk to the wall. I always tell people, like, I can talk to the wall. But, like, I'm at that point where I was like, I don't even, I'm not entertaining this. I'm not entertaining this. No, no. You don't, you don't entertain. You just don't reply. Yeah. Or you just, like, like the message. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like, <laughs> like, straight like. Moving on, moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what do you do now? Um, I guess what is kind of something, what are things that you feel that personally you need to do in your life to maintain the self-love mm. that you have achieved? Oh, yeah. That's we'll a get, good ass We're question. getting fucking deep. We're getting fucking uh-huh. deep. Uh, uh. I'm just making up songs here. Boots and cats and boots. <laughs> boots and cats and boots and cats and uh. boots and cats and boots and cats. So, okay. So for me, I meditate a lot. I try to. Um, it helps me focus in on what I want, uh, like what I value and like a lot of like, again, self-love and, um, within myself. Like I don't want to look for validation within another person. Like that's my biggest, biggest no-no because I have spent my entire life doing that. And for me, that's a huge no-no. Um, what do I need to do to maintain that? More meditation. Every time I meet a person and I'm just like, I don't know, your energy is not aligned with mine. Mm. Yeah. goodbye i'm okay i'm okay with letting pe- a lot of people go like um if you're meant to be in my life for a day for a month whatever that's fine but like if you do not serve my higher calling then that's fine because i don't know i'm just i'm just chilling i'm okay being alone i'm okay within myself i'm good with my books i love my books um and i don't know i just i don't need that validation at this point in my life i i have worked really hard to be independent and full of self-love and you know la di da di da and i'm okay just being alone because being alone doesn't mean you're lonely no it doesn't mm-hmm. no no i've been alone for four years no no but um so i would say like for me um as far as like my um self-love journey and like things that i do daily um well, meditating is honestly something that I recently just got into a few weeks ago, which is like s- crazy that I never even started a long time ago. Um, so, well, for me, anytime that I feel myself starting to get attached to a situation or a person or an outcome of something or some kind of like, mm, you know, image in my mind that I have projected of the future. Um, I have to meditate and I have to meditate on that and I have to be like, okay, is this for my highest good? Why am I projecting this image and why am I becoming attached to this? And so I meditate and I release those things. I release those things. I say, okay, um, please, whatever is not for my highest good, like I let, I, I let go of it um, or, you know, whatever is for my highest good, please bring that into my life. And I let go of the things in my life that are not um, that are not for my highest good. So yeah, just meditating and like letting go of Mm -hmm. letting go of attachments. Mm -hmm. Um, 
That's a huge one. Yeah, yeah. When you start becoming attached to like you yes. start becoming attached to something and you have to you have to get you have to check yourself. Right. Like, that's a huge that's a huge teaching in um, you Buddhism. yeah, you gotta check yourself. Like, mm-hmm. hold on, er, skirt. Don't get attached. Wait up, mm-hmm. hold on, why am I getting attached to this? Um, another one, big one for me and myself of journey is exercise. It's a form of meditation for me actually mm-hmm. because I tune out. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm just literally not even thinking. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I, it's when I exercise, I'm just, I zone mm-hmm. out. And lately it's been cycling for me, um, which I've really, like, I've picked up and I love. I love to run outside too. That's a huge tune out for me. And my reading, mm-hmm. just, just as you. Um, all my books are usually about spirituality or someone like on their journey and becoming their, their best self. So that's something what I do. Um, obvious and, um, honestly too, just when, uh, when I'm meditating, like, okay, in my job, because I think that's like one of the biggest things too, is like in our job, like working with kids, mm-hmm. like kids can feel your energy. Oh yeah. They pick up on it quick. They, they always say that the best, um, judges of character are dogs and children. Keep that in mind, people. Yeah. Kids know. Kids know when you're happy. Like my kids are like, you're so pretty today. But it's like because they can, they're not, and I don't think they're just saying because they think like my, but they're feeling my energy mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you look so beautiful today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's all, whenever they tell me that, it's because I'm really happy. Mm-hmm. It's You're because glowing. I'm, I'm glowing. Yeah. And I'm vibrating at like my best frequency. I'm vibrating at my highest frequency mm-hmm. and I'm just like on top of the world, you know? Um, so yeah. But what else besides meditating and reading would you say that you do? I don't know. What do you do to check yourself in when you feel like you're getting attached to something? I usually meditate or I journal. I journal a lot. I write a lot. Um, I think I'm most in tuned with my higher self when I'm writing. Um, I always keep my notebook with me and I just like jot down ideas or thoughts that are like incredibly profound. But when I feel that I'm getting attached to a person... Or even attached to anything and like it's not coming from a good place. I I sit and I think and I really, really delve into the root of this. And a lot of it comes from childhood. Um, so like a lot of our issues come from childhood, not traumas, but like childhood experiences or, or lack of childhood experiences. And like I, I'm very keen on figuring out the root of these um, issues. And I yeah. think that helps a lot. Because a lot of it really does deal with how you were brought up, you know? Yeah, no, that's true. Like, for me, it was definitely like, mm, oh, man, that's like a really... That's a whole nother that's podcast. Another ta- no, that is another podcast. Another Actually, podcast. I'm not even going to say shit. Because uh-huh. now we're at like 46 minutes. <laughs> I don't wrap even, it up, people. Yeah, I'm just going to wrap it up because I think that we kind of hit all the points and mm-hmm. we, we got we got pretty deep on this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, we got pretty deep on this one. Um, anyways, I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode. And as always, please shoot me messages through my Instagram or whatever. And um, or if you have my phone number, send me a message and give me suggestions. What do you think that I should talk about the the next the next episode? Um, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I'm receiving really good feedback. Um, thank you to my guest Connie. Hi guys, <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love having Connie. Um, no, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, yeah, just give me give me all your feedback and you know what 
I'm always open to much obliged. Yeah, yeah. I'm always open to like what I should change, what I should do differently. Um, I love, I love the, the self improvement. The self We're all about it. Self improvement, <laughs> self growth. Today uh-huh. on real self-love. shit with Rachel. Real this is how we accomplish it. This is how we achieve. Okay, I'm done. Okay, anyways, uh, no, really, I hope you guys have a beautiful week. You're all beautiful. Remember that. And bye.